We talked about this last week. It's hard to win on the road in the Big Ten. Well, Wednesday night, it was a career night for Malik Hall, and that's how the Spartans beat Penn State 80-72. to Let's bring in WJR senior sports analyst Steve Courtney. Steve, good morning. Good morning, Jane. And you need Malik Hall, you need Jade Nakins down the stretch to win on the road in the Big Ten. Yeah, here's the deal. Uh, You go back to the Spartans win over the Nittany Lions in East Lansing back on January 4th. Uh, Apparently, Malik Hall loves himself some Nittany Lions. He uh, had then a career-high 24 points. And what a show uh, he put on, as you mentioned, on uh, Wednesday. 29 points, 20 of them coming uh, after halftime. The Spartans, and you mentioned it, uh, winning on the Big Ten uh, on the road. Uh, extremely difficult. Spartans up 14 uh, at the half, but you know the uh, Nittany Lions were not going to go away. They begin the second half on a 7-1 to run and uh, cut the lead to single digits. And uh, give all the credit in the world to uh, Magnum T.I. and the Spartans for staying in the moment. Uh, they got to work and uh, had a uh, complete win, uh, that's for sure. I know Tom was uh, extremely happy with the effort. Uh, Carson Cooper uh, tied a career high with 10 points, and those are the contributions uh, that you want to see as we bring a close uh, to the Big Ten regular season. Uh, They, you know, had some struggle shooting, but they were 50.8% from the floor, including 56% plus in the first half. That was a good start. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And uh, when you uh, dissect uh, the stats of this tilt uh, Wednesday night with this win over Penn State, I know Tom uh, extremely happy. Uh, He has uh, made it a point to say, look, uh, we've got to get back to Spartan basketball. We've got to control the boards. And uh, they dominated uh, the glass uh, against Penn State. As a matter of fact, uh, Spartans coming through with 33 boards and perhaps more importantly, 11 of those on the offensive side, uh, keeping possessions alive. And that was absolutely huge. And I understand the man of the hour now joins us. Uh, Coach, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Everything is sensational. We were just uh, discussing the fact that uh, in our win at the Breslin Center back on January 4th over Penn State, 92-61, Malik, had then a career-high 24 points, and uh, he uh, goes against him again and puts up 29, not to mention, and this was awesome, uh, 8 of 8 from the charity stripe. Yeah, I've got to just make sure kind of say what's going on. You know, when he, I don't know, he went 2 of 7 or something at Minnesota and you lose by a point or two, but it's uh, it's kind of the way it is, and uh, I was really happy for Malik. He played well, and... Jaden played well again, too. And, you know, one of these days we're going to get all three or four of them together, and that's kind of what we're looking for, you know. Tyson just didn't get many shots. Actually did a good job defensively and had six rebounds. And A.J., you know, wasn't uh, wasn't bad, wasn't great. Uh, just uh, kind of – we just kind of existed there. But uh, Malik definitely was uh, a guy that played well. And yet, you know, keep in perspective that uh, – one of Penn State's negatives is they don't rebound very well. So we're just trying to get it all in perspective and see if we can just keep getting a little better each day. 
uh, coach, the Spartan in my house isn't happy. He didn't see much of the game because it was Valentine's Day. <laughs> I made him. He didn't take you out for dinner instead of watching the game. Oh, he made her dinner. He made me dinner, but we didn't have the oh, game wow. on like we usually do. So, anyway, um, we're huge fans. You've never, you never heard of this, that dinner, candlelight, watching Spartan basketball. <laughs> Usually, what you know, you? he has his phone on somewhere hidden where he's always watching. But anyway, um, you said something after the game that was kind of like, I know this team can make a run. And putting games together down the stretch is showing you that? Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I, I think of the beginning. I, I just think we're, you know, um, I don't, think we're great but I do think if our three guards play well together our big worry was what we'd get out of the four spot um you know our five has been by committee all year and we thought that but uh, Malik's playing better at just consistency of those guards and usually in tournament time and Big Ten tournament NCAA tournament any kind of tournaments guard play really matters and I think ours is good enough we just got to consistently be good enough not not great great just consistently good and I think we can be on both ends of the court which I've had some teams that were better offensively but not defensively I think this team could be really good from the guard spots on both ends your uh coach the the fast breaks uh in the in the first half I mean you know the the uh, using the small guards, they're actually better against the press. Well, that's exactly right, and I'm I'm glad you didn't take your significant other out too. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, so I'm really pleased with that, but uh, I I think you're right. They tried to press us, and we got some over the tops. AJ did a good job, and and so did Trey, and uh, and then the press isn't as effective. That is one thing we've handled pressure pretty well. Uh, most of the year, um, I think it is because of our three guards. You got some uh, contributions. Uh, talking about it before you joined us, Tom, uh, Carson Cooper with a career-high 10 points, also had a couple of offensive boards, and Xavier Booker, uh, two of two from the floor, uh, including uh, a nice three-pointer. So, uh, you know, we can discuss uh, what A.J. and Jaden and Tyson and Malik are, but, you know, when you're getting contributions uh, from the bench, uh, that makes the stretch run uh, all the better. Well, it really does, and uh, that's what's going to be critical down the stretch, too, that we have, you know, some guys that surprise you a little bit. And I've been telling you that book's been getting better, you know, and just got to keep getting them more time. I, I, I'm not giving up on, on Jackson Kohler either because uh, he got some rebounds in there and did some things. But Cooper has been as solid as any of them and yet by committee if we can get that out of our four we can get a little more time for for uh booker and uh and even cohen carr had a couple nice plays um then you can rotate people and hopefully if you have an injury or two it doesn't affect you as much one more game against uh, the wolverines a night game on saturday night on the road so we got another big 10 road game yeah, you know, and uh, they're, uh, you know, been a tough, tough time, and yet I, I don't know if any of us could have done the job, you know, uh, Juwan has done, and I say that not, uh, you know, 
I'm not kidding. I, I, I think, you know, their record isn't what it is, but if you look at every game but one they've been in. And uh, when you're – if Tyson Walker played, you know, on the weekdays and not on the weekends and this and that, uh, I think we'd all be in trouble. That's a tough situation. I, I credit them if that's what they felt they had to do. But uh, they've got some some players. I mean, the um, you know inside they're they're very tough. And of course, with their point guard back, um, McDaniel, it's uh, you know Burnett Williams. Those guys got a lot of experience. But Olivier and and Reed inside are are very good. And Pachetta is a kid who can shoot threes. So. Um, you know, they've been in a tough situation because of the circumstances, but they've, uh, you know, just beat a good Wisconsin team at home and, uh, you know, the rivalries, the rivalries. So, uh, hopefully we'll play well and, uh, we'll have to play well on the road. It'll be a big night down there. And, uh, the rivalry is always the rivalry. It's kind of a strange game uh, at our place back on January 30th. If memory serves, uh, the Wolverines up at the half. Jaden Nakins on fire in that tilt on his way to 23 points. A.J. with seven assists, uh, 81-62 the final, I think, uh, like you described uh, what Michigan's going through, uh, Tom. Uh, it is a rivalry game, and you got that whole wounded animal syndrome going on. So uh, got to be prepared. Can I just say that? Well, you're right. The first game, you know, they let all – just about the whole first half, uh, more or less, and we're up, I think, three or four at halftime, and then we kind of dominate the second half. And um, But uh, it was a game, uh, no question, and the final score wasn't indicative of the game. So we know, uh, I mean, we know they got players. We know he can coach. We know that the fan base is going to be ready. I heard it's an alumni event there and everything. So, uh uh, I think it'll be a, a big night, and uh, we'll have to be real good. And, uh, Jamie, uh, take your husband out to Burger King, get back in time. I watched the game. <laughs> he will be ready in front of that TV, I promise you. It's at 8 o'clock on Saturday night at Chrysler Center. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Steve, I assume you'll be in front of the TV, too. Yeah, I or at the local really pub. Right. <laughs> See, now you're labeling me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, we appreciate you. Uh, a little bit more to go. Home stretch of JR Morning is next. You know, a lot of folks are worried about prices and inflation and the ability of their dollar that seems to keep shrinking in their pocket. But when it comes to travel, I've got an option for you that I hope you'll consider, not just because the destination is hugely exciting. But because your dollar will go further there. I'm talking about the trip that we're planning with Cruise and Tour with the WJR Travel Club to go to uh, Cambodia and Vietnam. And Gail and I would love for you to come along with us. This is going to be a riverboat trip part of the way. We're going to be going up the Mekong River on our very own luxury riverboat. There is going to be tons of cultural interactions with folks that live on floating villages uh, that work in floating markets. And we'll be shopping there. Also visiting some very, very uh, sacred sites that are centuries old, uh, built back in the 1100s. Things you just can't see anywhere else. And also making the personal connections that add value to that trip. That also makes your travel dollar go further. Um, We're going to be visiting people that have 
went through a lot in the Vietnam War, but are now finding a new life and uh, new success and can share their cultural history with us. We think it's going to be a great itinerary, and we uh, invite you to take a look at it at wjrtravelclub.com. And uh, hopefully you'll like what you see. The pictures are amazing. It'll really whet your appetite, and then we would love you to sign up for this epic journey at wjrtravelclub.com.